The Good Way has been and continues to be a journey for me personally and is one I'm excited to be inviting you to join me on. It's about providing an understanding of the scriptures to free you to know that you can choose to eat and live according to God's original design, even today in our modern society, and be in line with scripture, God's heart and intent, and receive God's blessing and benefits in your body, your environment, and your relationships. Last time, we were looking at first relationships, how each of us are created with a purpose, and that fundamental to, the, to our purpose is the purpose that all mankind was created for, which is a passionate love relationship with our Creator God. We find our heart in the passionate love God has for us, and we respond by returning to our first love, our first relationship. And that love overflows from us to others. Our response to that love is to desire to be good stewards of all that God has given us, including the earth and all it contains, so that we glorify God in all that we do and express our care and love for others. And we realize that to do this with all our heart, soul, strength and mind, we need to feed ourselves according to God's original design. First foods leads to first stewardship, which leads us to first relationships. This in turn leads us back to first stewardship and then to first foods. And so the cycle continues. I want to ask you a question. What are you passionate about? Hi, I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, a master herbalist, and an essential oil specialist. There are three things I've been passionate about since I was young and studied in depth. Health and nutrition, the environment, and the Bible. The good way is where these three come together. In Jeremiah 6.16 it says, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. The good way is about rediscovering the principles and plan God laid out for our blessing and benefit, and putting that plan into action. The good way is not about all or nothing thinking. It's about making choices. It's about choosing daily, moment by moment, to walk according to God's perfect plan for us. We won't always make the right choices. We won't always choose the right path. But we can always, always choose again. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. Welcome to The Good Way. As I was praying about what the topic of this episode should be, I kept hearing, Seek first the kingdom of God. This is a passage from the scriptures that I think most believers are familiar with. If we start to say it, they can most likely complete the verse. But I started to think, what does it really mean? What is the kingdom of God? What does it look like? How do we know what it is that we're seeking? Can you answer these questions? How can we seek something when we don't know what it is? If we have no idea what we're looking for, 
We pray, your kingdom come. But what do we mean, really? These questions were going through my head over and over. That night, I had a series of dreams. The dreams were about an art installation. The first time I saw it, the artist said to me in an apologetic tone, some people might find this sacrilegious, as she led me to a small, narrow room with a glass panel in the door that you could look through. The whole room, walls, floor and ceiling were painted as the scene at Golgotha, with the road running past the hill and Jerusalem in the background, painted at the moment that the sky was turning to darkness. And there was the cross, life-size, with Jesus hanging on it. When I stepped through the door, it was like being there. In that moment, standing on the road and seeing him on the cross as the sky darkened, feeling the atmosphere, the terrible grief of those watching, the overwhelming love of the Father's heart, and the great hope that helped Jesus endure the cross. The sense that creation itself was holding its breath in anticipation of what God was doing in that moment. The incredible vastness and magnitude of the scene was contrasted by the intimacy of the tiny space. There was no way to distance yourself from what was going on. You experienced it all. The second time I saw it, the artist again said to me, some people might find this sacrilegious, as she led me to it. This time, as I looked through the glass, I saw that the cross had gone and re been replaced by a bed. And Jesus was lying in the bed asleep. He looked just as I imagined he would have looked as he lay sleeping in the boat as the storm raged around it. There was a young woman kneeling by the foot of the bed, praying, with her hands on Jesus' feet. And I was reminded of Mary in chapter, John chapter 12, when she anointed Jesus' feet with the costly perfume. And the whole place where they were was filled with the fragrance of her worship. I thought that the young woman was a part of the art installation, but then I recognised by the family resemblance that she was the artist's daughter. She had entered into the room, and this incredible worship was her response. You could stand outside the door and look in, and see the amazing work of art, know that it was Jesus, and even believe in him. Or you could enter in through the door and experience it fully and completely and be forever changed by it. The other day I saw a meme on social media that said, death is just a change of address. Where we end up depends on what we believe. But I don't think that's true. Don't get me wrong, belief is important. What we believe is very important, but I don't think that's all that it takes to gain us entrance into the kingdom of God. 
Those people who said to Jesus, Lord, Lord, we did all of these things in your name, believed. They believed so strongly that they were able to heal the sick, cast out demons and do mighty works, all in Jesus' name. But he never knew them, and they were cast out into outer darkness. So if it's not what we believe, then it must be who we believe in, right? It's not who you know, what you know, but who you know. But even the demons believe in Jesus. They know who he is and recognized him even before his disciples did. So what is the kingdom of God? How do we recognize it? How do we enter in? I keep getting caught up in these questions and how, how do I answer them? And then I realized that I was looking at the wrong part of the verse that I had been hearing. Seek first the kingdom of God. Jesus, as he was preaching from village to village, would say, the kingdom of God is near. And then he started saying, the kingdom of God is at hand or now accessible. Then when questioned about his authority to heal the sick, his response was, the kingdom of God has come upon you. And then when Jesus was once asked by the Jewish religious leaders, when will God's kingdom realm come? Jesus responded, God's kingdom realm does not come simply by obeying principles or by waiting for signs. The kingdom is not discovered in one place or another. For God's kingdom realm is already expanding within some of you. When Jesus was asked about the kingdom of God, he spoke in parables, prefacing them with the kingdom of heaven is like or the kingdom of heaven can be compared to. I could go through all the parables and show you, but then I would once again be being sidetracked. But I encourage you to read the parables of the kingdom that Jesus spoke and check if what I'm saying and about to say is truth. The important part of this verse for us is seek first. Jesus said, ask and the gift is yours. Seek and you will discover. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For every persistent one will get what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he longs for. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. When we look at the many parables of the kingdom, there are three things that recur throughout all of them. Passion, persistence and preparedness. Some of the parables deal with a person seeking a great treasure or finding a pearl of great price and selling all that they have to obtain it. Passion for what they are seeking, persistence in continuing to seek until they found it and being prepared to pay the price meant they obtained what they were seeking. Seek first the kingdom of God. Some talk of a sower sowing seed and the many things that affect the seed, the soil it lands on, the circumstances on which it grows, the environment, the intentions of an enemy. But passion, persistence and preparedness are needed to see a harvest from that seed.
Psalm 126, 6 says, They may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessing and a harvest overflowing. Seek first the kingdom of God. Some talk of a woman mixing a little yeast into a lump of dough and patiently waiting until the whole lump rises. Seek first the kingdom of God. Matthew thirteen ten through 12 says, Then his disciples approached Jesus and asked, Why do you always speak to the people in these hard-to-understand parables? He explained, We've, You've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden truths and mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom. But they have not. For everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. The kingdom of God is available to those who passionately seek God and his righteousness, who are persistent until they find what they are seeking and who are prepared to stay the course and pay the price. We can stand outside the door and look in and see the amazing things that God has done and is doing. Know that it is Jesus and even believe in him. Or we can enter in through the door and experience fully the kingdom of God and be forever changed by it. And this is what I've been talking about all along the good way. The kingdom of God is here. It's available to any who will respond to the good news. As we respond to kingdom revelation, as we listen with an open heart to what God is saying in the moment, we will receive progressively more revelation until we have more than enough. If we are seeking the kingdom of God first, then even a simple mundane act of eating a meal can become a creative act of worship to our Creator God and can take on eternal significance. Seek first the kingdom of God. If we seek first the kingdom of God, then our day-to-day routine at work or school or at home can become an act of worship to our Creator God and a creative act of service to our fellow man, and can take on eternal significance. Seek first the kingdom of God. If we seek first the kingdom of God, then the things we are passionate about, our art, crafts, sports, recreational activities, hobbies, can take on a whole other level of significance. They can become a vehicle to express our passion for God and love for others and can take on eternal significance. Seek first the kingdom of God. What are you passionate about? What is it that you seek first? What has first priority in your life? What are you persistent in pursuing What is the one thing that you won't give up on? What are you willing to patiently wait for and be prepared to stay the distance 
knowing that at the right time it will bear fruit? What are you willing to give all that you are and have to obtain? The kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is accessible. The kingdom of God is upon you. The kingdom of God is already expanding within some of you. Each moment of every day, we have the choice to seek first the kingdom of God. How much of the kingdom we experience working both in us and through us depends on how we respond in those moments. How willing are we to listen to the voice of God in the moment? This is why as we journey along the good way, there is such an emphasis on mindfulness, thankfulness, consistency and creativity. If we continue to practice mindfulness in the moment, then we are situating ourselves to be able to hear the voice of God at that moment. As we practice thankfulness in all things, we position ourselves to draw on the power of God and his Holy Spirit that dwells within us to change the situation from an earthly paradigm to a kingdom paradigm so that even if the circumstance doesn't change, it no longer has power over us. If we practice consistency we are actively preparing ourselves to patiently endure until what we are called to comes to fruition. And as we draw on the creativity of God that he has set in our DNA because he has created us in his image, whatever we do becomes a creative act of worship to him. And even the most mundane or seemingly trivial things can take on eternal significance. I want to encourage you, don't just stand at the door and look in. Yes, it's beautiful to look at. Yes, you can see Jesus and believe in him. But until you go through the door, you will not experience fully all that the kingdom of God is and has for you. So step out of your comfort zone Step through the door and allow yourself to be fully immersed in all that is the kingdom of God. It will cost you. You will be forever changed. But I can assure you that it is so worth it. This journey along the good way is a journey in learning to seek first the kingdom of God. Where mindfulness, thankfulness Consistency and creativity are the tools we use to seek first the kingdom of God with passion, persistence and preparedness. If you would like some support on this journey, I'd be happy to help you. I offer personal and small group coaching and you can find out more about that by clicking the link in the notes for this podcast. Join me next time as we continue our journey along the good way. Thank you for listening. I'm Jenna and this is The Good Way. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review. I'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted you or you can leave any questions you have. I'll be happy to answer them for you in future podcasts. 
and please share this podcast with your friends. You can take a screenshot of this page and share it to your social media pages or take a screenshot of your review and post that. If you'd like to help keep The Good Way on the air, you can support The Good Way on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. I'm Jenna Jandro, walking with you on The Good Way.